Welcome to Building Fortunes Radio. Make sure you check us out at buildingfortunesradio.com. Along with our marketing partners, we're here to help our PM Marketing Network Lead customers build their businesses and make the world a better place. At Building Fortunes, we know how much your business means to you and the people important to you. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. Now on to our show with your host, Peter Mingles. Hello, everyone. Peter Mingles here. You're listening to us on Building Fortunes Radio. It's www.buildingfortunesradio.com. It's a Monday night, 11 p.m. Eastern Time, and on Monday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, when the stars line up and the phones are, bit, are working and the technology is working as well, we try to do a radio show with a good friend of ours. His name is Devon. And Devon is a gentleman that I've spoken to for many years now, and we've kind of tracked Devon through his personal experience, and he's been through several, and we're today talking about some of the challenges that he's had in rebounding from going from having a home to then living in a separate place, then uh, being hospitalized for some challenges that he didn't expect, and losing his apartment, and then being homeless for almost a year, I think, and now he's on his way back out of homelessness. So we are here to hear a little bit more about Devon as he is working his way through some of the challenges, and he's kind of sharing some of those issues with us as well. So Devon is a gentleman, is a good guy, um, and doesn't, I wish he wasn't going through the challenges that he is, but He's a strong man. He's working his way through it, and we're kind of documenting his his journey. So, Javon, thanks for being here on your own radio show. How are you doing, Peter? And like I said, um, once again, Happy New Year to you, and Happy New Year to everybody um, who's listening to um, Javon's input. You know, this is my first show since the new year, the new you um new year. And once again, Happy New Year to everybody out there who's listening to my show. Um, I just want to um everybody that I'm now out of homelessness. Um, I found a place. I live in the Bronx. So, um, you know, um, it was a lot of challenges facing um, me. I'm getting this um, place. I live in a room right now. So right now um, I used to stay at the, um, a place in Manhattan on um, Lafayette um, Street, you know, and um, it was very rough, you know. I was homeless for nine and a half months, as Peter would say. And uh, it was it was I met a lot of challenges and um, you know um, I I lost everything when I got sick you know unexpectedly I, I lost everything and um, it's um, the same old story with a lot of people you know it's just that you know I had a place I was staying in Jersey New Jersey I lost my voice I'm trying to gain back my voice little by little but you know it's taking a, a, um, longer than I expected you know um, you know um, just to gain back my voice. You know, to to get a job. Well, I was working the last two weeks or so, but I you know it was something temporary. I'm a home health aide in the meantime, and um, you know, to get back my voice and you know, get back things going. You know, um, you know, I just finished paying rent about a month ago. You know, so I've been staying in a place for about maybe now three and a half weeks. You know, um, I have um some roommates there. There's a lot of challenges there also with my roommates. You know, um. I'm just trying to get back into the um, consistency and being persistent, and, um, you know, it's rough, you know. Um, I was homeless, like Peter said, for almost a year. You know, a lot of people, they're, I met a lot of 
people who said they've been homeless for like five years and ten years, so that's nothing being homeless for nine and a half months to being homeless for like five years to ten years. And um you know, it's um you know, I um I worried about having money in my pocket, what I'm gonna do about money, you know, there's nobody really there to help me, you know, too much. Um I um you know, it's been it's been a big struggle for me. Um, Peter has always been there. He has always been supportive towards me, even though I was homeless for nine and a half months. We did radio shows. Um, like I said, my voice. I try to get my voice the most important thing because that's that's what makes me um, on the Vaughn's input. That's what makes me. If you lose your voice, then you don't really have anything to concern the work that I do. You know, to to um to rely on. You know, sometimes when I talk. I kind of um, file up on my words sometimes, you know, due to my illness of getting um, sick unsuspectingly um, back in 2023. And a matter of fact, this year, um, you know, um, makes it one year that I was in the hospital, you know. I was in the hospital, I think it was January 21st of 2023, and now it's 2024, so it's been exactly a year since I was admitted to the hospital at Kings County Hospital in Brooklyn, you know, and, um, you know, things were real rough. I was in the hospital for a month. I got released back in, in you know, February of 2000, excuse me, February um, 22 of 2023, um, and um, things were rough, you know. I, like I said, I'm trying to get back my voice little by little. Um, I, um, you know, I was staying in a safe haven. Um, I met a lot of nice people there. I used to stay at Starbucks during the day and in a safe haven. Like I mentioned before, a couple of months ago, um, they wake you up about 6.15 um, a.m. in the morning, and then breakfast is like 7.15 um, an hour later. And then um, you, um, you you go and so you're ready to be called back in around five o'clock p.m. That's the call time. So you have a between breakfast and to go back in, in the evening at five p.m. If you're late and they shut the doors on you, have to find someone else to stay for that night until the next day. And they do a lottery if you don't have enough beds. And um, it was real rough for a lot of people. I met a lot of like, people who said they're working, but they just don't want to live with family. They don't want to live with their relatives. They don't their relatives don't get along. And um, I just remained patient and calm. I was working several times during that period. Um, like I said, I'm a home health aide. You know, um, I'm trying to get back my voice little by little. Um, I um, I have a couple of chunks out. I suffer from migraine headaches, and that's my um. I, I wouldn't even say I have a disability, but it's it's what they call migraine headaches. Everybody know um heard of migraine headaches before. I get uh, several times and. You know, that's what's stopping me from being consistent, these migraine headaches. I take medications for I got my medication last week, um um Tuesday uh, a week ago and um I'm feeling a little bit better. But like I said, um it's a struggle being homeless, you know. Nobody plans on it, nobody nobody um you know, decides whether they'll be homeless or not. Sometimes it, sometimes you can expect it, sometimes you don't expect it, you know. It's just that, you know, these are struck always remain strong and you know, I just can mean somebody who's um you know, can put up with a lot of stuff, you know. Like I said, sometimes at night when um I don't have a place to stay, sometimes when I'm late um going to Maori mission I have to sleep outside. Um, I slept outside several times, about maybe 15, 16 times. I can count on, on I, I, like I said, I need three hands to count how many times 
I slept outside like about 15, 16 times, and um, it was real cold. It was during the winter of, of last year, and um, sometimes it was um, um, early, um, um, late last year. So, like I said, it's just that, you know, when you struggle sometimes in life, you know, for some people it takes eternity to get themselves together. It takes, you know, a long time you know, just to find um, a spot to, to, to stay in, you know, you know. Sometimes it takes them 20, 30 years to get themselves together. By that time, they're ready to retire. You know, with me, it took nine and a half months to find a place. I could have moved out earlier than that, but um, I decided not to get a room from this young lady because she was trying to charge me $800 for um, a room. And, you know, it's just, like I said, you know, usually people who suffer from being homeless are people who are bums on the street or people... Who, um, who are alcoholics or people who are suffering from a drug problem, but usually you can find typically sometimes people who are homeless or people who are not expecting that people can live in a mansion or people can live in a condominium or people can have a nice apartment, but they, they go through that struggle and they can get evicted and it's not their fault, and sometimes they become homeless. So it's just a part of life. It's a fact of life. You know, it's just, um, it's just um, how life um, throws a curveball at you, but you don't have to have to... You have to learn how to swing at that curveball and try to hit it as best as possible to get on first base. And like I said, it's just that, you know, there's always going to be a struggle, you know, with some people. There's always going to be a struggle, you know. Me, my struggle is, you know, do I make enough money to um to um live in a room? Um, do I have enough money to um, live in an apartment? Um, can I do my live radio show? Can I talk to people with my more voice being um um obscured or, or vague or distinct or hazy, you know. Can can I can I survive here in the winter? Can I live in New York, you know? Can I make it with, 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 without any food, you know? So there's a lot of things that, you know, pertain to me um going through this process, you know, struggling so like I did being homeless and like I said, I just stick with it. My brother's a real strong supporter of me, you know. He's been there every step of the way. He's always there for me, my brother. You know, I don't talk to my father too much anymore because, you know, he told me when I was in the, the hospital, um, I could say about maybe 13 months ago, to live in, in a shelter. You know, it's like I said, he wasn't there for me, so I stopped talking to him. I stopped talking to most of my relatives because, you know, not because I wanted anything from them, like any money or nothing like that, but I just stopped talking to them. We lost communication, and I stopped talking to them, and, you know, it's just that, you know, for some people, they, they're very negative, some people. Some people are very negative. People who are homeless, they're very negative. They, 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 they always look for the, the down part. Sometimes you have to blame yourself for certain situations. You have to blame yourself for certain things. You're like, if you're a drug addict, you have to blame yourself. Nobody didn't tell you to smoke anything. Or, or if you're an alcoholic, nobody tell you to drink. And, or, be, or, or, or if you're a gambler, nobody tell you to gamble. But yourself, you have to put the blame on yourself, you know certain stuff and you have to take responsibility especially when you're a grown person and like I said other people they like to blame innocent people for their problems you know I know a lot of people who you know they they, 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 they go through a lot of stuff with trials and tribulation in life and they, 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 their first thought is to blame innocent people for their problems you know so like I said I don't blame anybody for my problem I, I put it all on myself I don't blame anybody for my problem it's not their fault I blame myself for my problems you know I blame myself for not taking my and once I, I forgot to mention to the audience uh, on prior shows I mentioned that I didn't take my medication in seven and a half months and that's for a reason why I got sick 
that's when my voice was messed up because before that I used to talk very basically really fast. I I um I didn't take my medication, screwed up my voice and screwed up um I wasn't um when I um wasn't taking my medication there was no jobs available. I was working for a fur that I was working for a fur for the last three and a half years and there was no cases at the time, there was no cases. I didn't have any money on my, my SNAP benefits. I couldn't afford to pay my rent. Um I don't I don't remember if I was doing live shows with I think I was doing live shows with Peter still at that time, but like I said, things were real rough and I lost my place and, you know, everything spiraled downwards from there. So, you know, it's just that, you know, I'm just trying to get myself back together one step at a time and um to do that, you know, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of courage. You know, you have to it takes a lot of um um, you have to um, be um, take a lot of. You have to be very gallant, and you have to be um, intrepid. You know, you have to you have to be brave, and you have to be um, you know um, you just have to be gallant, and you just have to fight with everything you anything you go into in life. You just have to you stand tall, and you know take responsibility for your own actions, and you know just you know be a man about it. You know, like I said, I was struggling. I, I every day I I I, I Got up in the morning and I didn't know where my next. Well, they serve you breakfast, but sometimes the same breakfast they have you, um, they serve you in the in the shelter and stuff like that. So I just, you know, said to myself, well, I have to get out of this situation somehow. And you know, luckily, um, I found a place named Room for Rent and they helped me out. But like I said, with Peter, I don't know if we want to take a commercial right now. We can take a commercial right sure. now in the next maybe thirty seconds or so. And like I said, I, you know, it just. It's just been one long struggle after the other, trying to you know sustain my um, you know my my, my 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 livelihood, you know. So like I said, if Peter wants to take commercial. We can take commercial right now. Sure. We'll do a quick commercial break. We're listening to Devon's input. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Building Fortunes Radio. If you sell a product or service, then you should check out PMMarketingNetworkLeads.com. Just visit www.networkleads.com. For over 18 years, PM Marketing has helped distributors build their home-based businesses through lead generation, website development, automated email delivery systems, and sales training. If you're looking for a way to increase your skills and increase the number of people that see your product or opportunity, NetworkLeads.com can help. To learn more, visit www.NetworkLeads.com. Ask about their lead management system, capture pages, personalized websites, MLM training, humongous blogs, the humongous classified ad network, Building Fortunes Radio, or their webinar schedule. NetworkLeads.com can be your one-stop shop for everything you need. And now, back to our show. And we are back. Peter Ringles here with Devon's Input. And this is the type of radio show, if you're listening in, you might wonder, why do I do this kind of a radio show? And um, with this one specifically, number one, I believe in Devon. Number two is um, we're documenting his life, if you will, live. I mean, it's like almost like the Truman Show if you will, and um, he didn't start out this way. And in in reference to, you know, for me, my own personal experiences are, you know, always try to understand maybe different people are in different situations. And if you have a roof over your head and food in your belly or car, transportation, it's probably better than billions of other people in this world. And Devon's situation, when I first met him, he was, you know, aspiring to, uh, go back to school or do a business, and that's how we kind of get started with us. And 
he he had a place of residence and the specifics of it doesn't really matter as much it's in, it's important if you know to Devon as far as that's concerned but you know he had a place of residence the residence was sold that made him have to make a change he did make the change he was doing okay he wanted to he, oh and by the way he's he has uh he's schizophrenic so when he's on his injections he was fine um, and then it went for a while where he didn't need his injections anymore, and he was far away from the place where he was. He moved out of state, and because of insurance and a whole bunch of other things, he was doing quite well on his own. But then he decided to move back into state and start up on the injections, and then his freedom was taken away from him. Not like they put him in jail, but they kept him in the hospital. And when they kept him in the hospital, they said, well, you just can't start these injections again and go out there on your own. You have to be observed and you have to stay here for a while. Well, while he was there and being observed and staying there for a while, which I guess was the, maybe the right responsible medical thing to have happened, it, he couldn't work. So, and he, you know, how can you pay your rent in a place where you're not working? So he lost his apartment. That's what made him homeless. So it was a, a series of events that had happened that really had nothing to do with him at all. He's not a victim. He's not at fault. It just happened. And life happens to a lot of different people. And what I respect about Devon, although I know it would be real easy to turn negative and it would be real easy to turn silent and it would be real easy for me to never hear Devon again, we still kept in touch. And helping him and working through some of these issues and him doing a lot of this stuff on his own he went from being in the inner circle of New York. I mean, it's tough in there. There's a lot of shelters. There's a lot of homeless challenges. It's not a safe place. And he's a good guy. And it's not a safe place for a good guy. He's not on drugs. And he's he's not like, he, he's smart. So he's not like mentally slow or ill or anything else like that. He's just got a problem with his schizophrenia. It's certainly nothing to do with on his own. But he found himself in a homeless situation, and it's been tough. Oh, Peter, um, and, Peter, um, yes. Peter, if I just want to um, correct you, I don't suffer from that anymore. I don't suffer from the, um, the schizophrenia. That was a long time. That's like maybe four or five years down on before, so I don't suffer from that anymore. My, my suffering now is from migraine. Hey, so I don't suffer from that anymore. So just to correct it, I'm sorry to interrupt right. you, but just to correct I don't suffer That's from okay. the, the schizophrenia anymore. I don't suffer from that anymore, so... I'm perfectly okay. fine now. So. so then he was concerned about the headaches that he had, and uh, that led to a whole bunch of other things. And like I said, now we find himself on the rebound where he's able to do a little bit of work. He does some health, home health care stuff and some other things as well as he's working his way through this. He wants to go back to school. He's got big dreams as far as owning a home, getting into a relationship, all that sort of stuff. A lot of that stuff is probably going to take a little bit of time as he's kind of working his way through that. But I'll share with you, um, I, Devon, you have a level of strength and character that many people have never had been tested before. So I don't know if I'd be able to do some of the things that you've done. As a matter of fact, I'm going to share a story that really touched my heart negatively uh, just recently, there was a woman who they owned a home with her husband. I think she was 41. He's 51. They had two daughters, and they were being evicted 
from their home. Now, I don't know all the details, but maybe their details were very similar to, you know, Devon's details, not his fault, just a series of bad events that might have happened. We don't know. We just don't know. And now they were going to be evicted, and on the day that they were going to get the eviction notice, she decided to kill the whole family, including herself, like shot the whole family, including herself. So you just say, you know, that's a tough situation to be in. Um, ment- obviously, no one of pure mental health would ever do anything like that. So she was obviously stressed out one way or another, a million ways or another. But these are real-life issues that people that you might be working with or talking to or they might be serving you their food or they might be taking care of you. You never really know what might be going on in other people's lives. And with the COVID situation that we had with people that didn't pay their rent for a long time, didn't pay their mortgages for a long time, unfortunately, evictions are just part of the equation. And then homelessness then becomes the other part of the equation. And Devon, I'll share with you, I have a huge level of respect for you specifically that you're working your way out of this and you keep your attitude as good as you do because I'm sure that you've had a lot of times where it'd be really easy to just kind of crumble and give up, but you haven't done Correct. that. And I'm Correct, Peter. Correct. Correct, Peter. And I'll take it from here. Thank you so much for that. Um, you're welcome. For those stories about Peter. Um, I was going to tell you, you know, um, about the schizophrenia. Um, I suffered from that from 1997 to about 2018 or 19, and um, like I said, I'm glad right now. I'm free of that stuff. I don't suffer from that stuff anymore. I'm free of that. You know, for about five years now, I'm free of schizophrenia. I don't suffer from that. Not even the slightness. Not even not even the sense of the word. I don't suffer from that anymore. So that is that that title or that 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 um that's that that name you give somebody is thrown out the door. That that's out the window, you know. So I don't suffer from that anymore. You know, I'm glad, and hopefully, I hope um, Peter is happy for me, and my brother's happy for me, and I'm happy for myself. I tell my doctor, you know, um, that you know I don't suffer from that anymore. I'm totally free of that, you know. So you know, I I don't you know hear any sounds, you know. I I always act, uh, you know, as, as as a um pristine person. I always act as charismatic as possible, and uh, to be a good or great person, you know. Like I said, I carry myself in a certain way with sophistication and dignity and, and integrity, so I don't suffer from that anymore. And um, just like my fans out there who listen to Devon's input, you know, if you're saying that Devon is suffering from an illness or a mental uh, dilemma, no, I don't suffer from that anymore. So. Peter, you can stop using that word with me. <laughs> I know okay. I don't suffer from that anymore. Correct. I don't suffer from that anymore, so I'm perfectly fine, you know. So, but my problem is the headaches, and I want to get to that. Um, furthermore, my problem with the headaches, I get the migraine headaches from sometime. And what happened? I was hospitalized. I think it was um, November of 2023, just a couple of months ago. I was hospitalized with these headaches I was getting, and um, the headaches. You know, I don't know because I, I know that my mother died of a brain aneurysm. Um, a matter of fact, this year makes it 12 years. A matter of fact, this month will make it exactly 12 years since she died of a brain aneurysm. So, and I was getting these headaches, and they're, 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 these headaches are so 
painful, you know. That's the only thing I suffer from right now is headaches, and I take medication for it. But like I said, other than that, I'm perfectly fine, you know. I don't hear any voices, uh, you know. The voice has been, has been gone away for the last maybe four or five years now. You know, I took my medication over the last, um, I would say, um, let me see. I got sick in 97, so I've been taking medication for the last maybe um, 21 years, and it gotten better. I, I took it for 21 years. I got better. I got better. I got better. You know, sometimes I didn't work. You know, I just relax at home and sleep or watch TV or just watch a movie or go to the gym and Gradually, it gotten better. I gotten better. I gotten better. I gotten better. So, like I said, I, I'm just, I'm just glad that that title is going away from me right now. You know. So, like I said, I feel real strong. I lost a lot of weight, also. You know, in in that moment, I was still at 316 pounds. Now we're about 240. You know. So, like I said, I, I feel like you know all those challenges I had, you know, with my um, my mental health. Um, was an issue, but at the time, and this is how I got sick, but at the time, I wasn't taking my medication for the heck of what happened was the last three years, I really suffered from a lot of headaches, you know, and that's what kept me back. That's what really kept me from um, getting sick because um, I was going to um, Interboro, and I didn't like the place, and I was getting headaches. Cause when I moved in in Jersey, New Jersey, um, Peter, uh, I was getting the headaches and I couldn't work and I had to use and this is how I got in debt. I had to use my debit, or excuse me, I had to use my credit cards as a formal way to pay for my my rent because I I was getting these massive headaches that I couldn't work. You know, for like seven eight months, I had to pay um, five thousand dollars um for rent because I couldn't work. My rent was seven fifty. So in that span, I had to take out cash advances on my credit cards. And with that being said. You know, I, I just, you know, I got in a lot of debt, you know, and I, I still am in a lot of debt right now because I didn't find a way to pay off my, my, my credit card. So in that sense, when I was working, I got these headaches. I wasn't feeling well, you know, um, you know, you know, I, I was weighing, I was weighing 300, over 300 pounds, you know, and I didn't know where life was really taking me because I wanted, I didn't want to rent a room, but like I said, my, my father, you know, he told me I had to rent a room or find some place to live at the time when he was selling the house over Stanley Avenue in Brooklyn. So, you know, that was another challenge for me, you know, how do I get rid of these headaches? And until now, the headaches have already subsided now also, but I never know when I'm going to get the headaches. Like I say, you can't prepare for headaches. You can't prepare for that or hearing voices or, like I say, being homeless overall. So like I said, it was a big challenge for me, and I'm trying to fight my way to get out of debt, you know. So like I said, you know, it's just that, you know, I'm just so glad that um, I'm doing much better right now. Uh, like I said, I found my place uh, in the Bronx right here. Um, I found a, a place in the Bronx I'm staying with. Um, I found it on December 26th of 2023, and I paid rent, and I have to find a way to pay my security deposit, you know, by at least... Um, February 8th or 9th or, 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 or next month. So like I said, you know, life is full of challenges, but it's to overcome those challenges, you know. It's, it's how to become a better person. It makes you a better person when you find out you had to suffer all these challenges and you overcame it. That makes you a better person than just living through life and not going through anything, just breathing through life and, and nothing's wrong with you and, like myself, there's nothing wrong with me but breathing through life without anything going wrong or any dilemmas or any quadries or any issues. 
you know, and, you know, for some people, they never get over that stuff, you know, it, you know, because they're, they're very weak-minded. Some people are very weak-minded, and they can never get over that stuff. But with me, I always have to move forward. I always have to move forward, just pushing ahead, pushing ahead and moving forward. With that being said, once I can say to Peter, um, Happy New Year, Peter, once again, and Happy New Year to my audience, 2024. I hope this year brings a lot of prosperity, a lot of joy, uh, the fun moments with them and their families, whoever watching my show, and I hope everybody can move forward if they're suffering from any um, any dilemmas, you know. And once again, Happy New Year to everybody. So with that being said, I'll close the show on that note, Peter. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Building Fortunes Radio on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for the designated Building Fortunes Radio segment with Peter Mingle. Be sure to check out the buildingfortunesradio.com website for our featured segments. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. At Building Fortunes Radio, we wish you the success you deserve and are willing to work for. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world.